Metu Netur, Volume 1, The Great Oracle of Tahuti and the Egyptian System of Spiritual Cultivation. Chapter 15, Level 3 and 4 of the Meditation Process. The Last Four Stages. The successful return of the identity from the person to the indwelling intelligence symbolized in the passing of the weighing of the heart. Test enables consciousness to rise to the divine parts of the spirit. From another perspective, it can be said that the ability to ignore men ab the behavioral suggestions and compulsions from the lower part of being the person has enabled the individual to achieve the ability to fully concentrate on a thought at the exclusion of all others or to fully ignore all thoughts and sensory stimuli. The ability to concentrate on one thought for as long as required is the essential requirement for the work to be done in the seventh and eighth stages and the ability to ignore all thoughts in the essence of the work of the last two stages of Mediation. Level three of the meditation process, stage seven, sphere three. The third sphere is the seat of the creative units of spiritual power that are responsible for all of the manifestations in the mental and physical realms. These are the 50 gates of Bana through which all life forms come into and leave the world. They are the 50 matric mat Rikas matrices of the great goddess Kundalini that functions as the seeds, bija, bija, or units composing the host of Heku, words of power. The ability to successfully use these Hekau, Hekau, Hekau to affect the course of events depends as stated above on the ability to exclusively focus our attention on the chanting and associated graphic symbol. This ability can only be developed by the practices of Menab in which we must ignore the pressures of our emotions and conditioned beliefs. It is important to realize that we cannot concentrate for as long as we want at a sit-down meditation. If we haven't broken the habit of following up the thoughts and emotions that reflect themselves into our awareness in response to the day-to-day -day challenges. The bottom line is habit. We must establish the habit of ignoring our mental activities at will. We must further realize, as you will eventually discover, that the realization of this objective is not simply based on the will to ignore our mental and emotional activities, it must be underlaid by a genuine detachment from the interests of the lower part of being the person. In other words, we must die to transcend the pressures and pleasures that earthly things have upon the person part of our being. This is not to say that joy or enjoyment in life will cease. We must remember and realize that joy is no longer to be considered the engine that propels us in life. The way of life that we are to embark on is on at this stage is one in which we do something because it is the truth and let the joy for it flow, follow from the appreciation of the good that it does. This is what was meant but distorted when Jesus told Satan to get behind him. It is 
interesting to note that the deity governing this stage, Seker, Kali, etc., rules over the dead and the death. Turning our backs on the emotionally and sensually energized way of life requires for us to discipline ourselves. But this discipline is not merely for the sake of discipline, but for the sake of coordinating our activities with the laws of governing the forces in charge of carrying out events in our lives. As each force for the sake of order is assigned a place in time and space, the individual must at this stage live in harmony with the cycles governing the functions of his spirit. It is well known that the ancient black civilizations knew about this paid strict attention to the intrinsic time for performing all activities. For example, the stomach's natural schedule to secrete digestive acids peak at around midday and hits rock bottom at midnight. Along with it runs the cycle for the secretion, the mucus that coats the stomach to protect it against this acid. When we eat a major meal past midday, especially at night, it causes the stomach to secrete acid in excess of the required amount of mucus to protect the lining of the stomach. Along the other factors, this can create an aggravated or aggravated an ulcer and definitely contribute to a host of digestive problems and malassimilation beyond the digestion all or malassimilation beyond the digestion all sorts of disorders will reflect themselves to distant but related parts of the body you may suffer headaches insomnia emotional upsets etc similarly while the time unconditioned voluntary yang part of your body will respond to your will to exercise heavily at any time of the day, the time condition involuntary portion, yin, which provides the vital support, supplies blood, clears waste, etc., is only predisposed to handle such activities between sunrise and midday. During this period of the day, the sympathetic division of the nervous system, which is in charge of sending blood to the external organs of the body, is on the rise, and the body's supply of glycogen is still available. Exercise during the evening, while convenient because of the economic industrial mold control in our lives, harms the body, not only because of the lack of internal vital support, but because it also infringes upon other functions that are naturally scheduled to take place then. It will cut into and interfere with the time allotted to the evening functions of the parasympathetic assimilation, repair, regeneration, etc. Then you wonder why, in spite of all your exercising, good, wholesome, natural diet and wondrous herbal supplements, your health still breaks down and you are still beset with spiritual and emotional problems. A list of hundreds of facts supporting the rhythmic and time condition flow of the body functions can be given. It is enough to note a few. Independent of our activities, our temperature, pulse, and breathing rates do not remain even though the even throughout the day. They rise with the sunrise, peak at midday, drop below their mean at sunset, and bottom out at midnight. It is well known to Western scientists that all of our activities, 
physical labor, mental labor, left brain thinking, right brain thinking, eating, sleeping, etc. have their best and worst times of the day, which times are inherently related to the forces governing the rise and fall in temperature, pulse, and the diurnal or circadian course of the sun. Incidentally, because the people of the ancient black civilization synchronized the events in their lives with these cycles, ignorant Westerners accuse them of worshiping the sun, the moon, and the stars, which are in reality means of keeping track of a variety of cycles. They were meditated upon, not worshipped, with the aim of understanding how to harmonize the day-to-day activities of our lives with the cycles they represent. Living in accordance to these cycles place limitations and disciplinary measures upon us. It is interesting to note that cycles, limitations, and discipline are all Saturnal keywords, and Saturn is a planetary correspondence to the third sphere. The objective of the first meditation at this stage is to go into trance with the Heka Ong Kring, ring while visualizing yourself as hawk headed and holding the US scepter, a fail flail and a crook. The US scepter symbolizes the happiness and well being resulting from due attention to the flail and the crook. On one level the frail flail symbolizes the expansive, externalized, and hot yang portion of the cycle of manifestation, while the crook, the internalizing, cool, yin side. Keeping them in balance leads to well-being and success. In addition to the flail symbolizes the harshness with which we must deal with ourselves for violating our pledges of discipline, while the crook corresponds to the gentle, meditative and ritualistic methods to the same end success with them qualifies us for the roles of governing and ruling others the second set of meditations involves the heka and symbols of the deity governing the meditation objective as indicated by the oracle while nefertara invoked her Eru during the third stage, emphasizing her enjoyment of the objective sought. Here we will go into trance with the Heteru Heka with the aim of becoming the deity for the, so- for the sake of spiritual development, i.e. the interest here is not a personal one as one has died to personal needs. One, Once one has succeeded in manifesting the deity at this level, one can generate its forces to assist others in need or to serve as a earthly vehicle for the will of God, i.e. the supreme being will use your spirit for promoting its plan in the world. With differences regarding levels of spiritual development, the procedure here is similar to the ritual system of the afflicted commonly practiced throughout Africa and initiations into becoming a living shrine of a deity. In the ritual of the afflicted, once a person has succeeded in healing herself through the power of a particular deity, she must train to become a shrine of that deity so that she can serve as a healer to others. 
since the invocation at this stage is to become a power of the deity for the service of others, while the invocation at the third stage was for the sake of one's personal needs. And here ends the reading on page 202, chapter 15, levels 3 and 4 of the meditation process.